What's up, you guys? It's your host, Anna. Welcome to this week's episode on Undereducated. This week, we are keeping it short and sweet with a little conversation about motherhood. Tune in and let's get going. So today I'm here with Marissa and we are just going to talk about all things motherhood. I feel like when I became a mom, there were so many things I was blindsided by just because I had never been part of that conversation. And so I'm hoping that we can just kind of hash over some things that maybe you wish you had known before becoming a mom and just kind of talk about your motherhood journey. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay, me too. Thank you for being here today. So Maybe first thing first, because, and this isn't really what I was just saying, but I think you being like a mom baby model is so intriguing. I think every mom is kind of like, that would be so fun, but also yeah. don't really know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I I actually, right after COVID, we moved to Sacramento because my husband does summer sales. So we moved there. And I got a message from the freshly picked photographer and she was like, Hey, I don't know how she found me. I guess it was just through Instagram, but she was like, Hey, can you model for us? And I was like, yeah, I would love to, but I'm not in Utah. And, um, I, we, she, we reached out, I reached out to her again when I was back in Utah okay. and we just set it up. And I honestly, like, I just, that's just kind of how it started. I wish I could help people more. <laughs> no, it just fell into your lap. It's perfect. <laughs> it reached out to me and like, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I started yeah, doing it. I love it. I love it though. And so since then, have you done any other gigs or have you just worked yeah. with Freshly Picked? Okay. No, I've worked with other companies and they, they do usually reach out to me. But I think the tip that I can give to people, if you are wanting to start, just start like on social media, like start posting pictures of yourself with your kids and like use relevant hashtags and you can reach out to photographers as well to like set up professional pictures and like create a specific like model page because I think that's really helped me like with my mom baby modeling but also just like other modeling as well because I think that's how people find me most of the time totally I mean that's how I came upon your account actually I was yeah, like okay, so cute. Yeah. found a modeling account and I was like oh my gosh I love her <laughs> yeah well I think starting like a separate model account really helps mm-hmm. instead of just like posting things on your personal on your, like yeah personal page yeah that makes sense <laughs> that's fair well I love it honestly I we always joke we're like we should we should put the boys in baby modeling like should it'll be lucrative I don't know (laughs) it's really fun no that is so fun and your kids are so darling I'm like of course people brands are reaching out and are like please (laughs) (laughs) well that's awesome as I mean I'm sure everybody can look into it if they want to but thank you for the tips (laughs) um jumping more into motherhood though did you always know you wanted to be a mom I know that motherhood is like in your bio on Instagram. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, was she into this? Or like, it's something she's evolved into. 
Tell us kind of about your. I think I have evolved into it, but I do have a memory of going back home over the summer, like right after I'd started BYU. And I was telling my mom, like, I know I'm not, obviously I'm not like dating anyone, but like, I'm ready to like have kids. Like, I'm just excited to like have a little baby and stuff. And she's like, that means like you're maturing and like, you're becoming like, you're in that mindset of like being a mom. So I think it started like, like it was starting like a few years ago, but yeah, I, I don't think I was like the little girl that was like always carrying around like a baby or like that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. but I've, I've always that, wanted to. I think that's also kind of encouraging to hear because I feel like, and I could be putting words in people's mouths here, but like if, if people don't feel like they've been that little girl that's like carrying around the baby doll, you know, they're like, am mm-hmm. I supposed to be a mom? Like, is that something that I like yeah. will want to be? So to hear someone say like, oh, I, I know noticed it about myself later like in college when I was like oh yeah maybe I could have a kid now that's you know I feel like that's Mm -hmm. refreshing to hear honestly yeah and I was definitely still like a girly girl like I liked like the makeup and the dressing up and all that but I just don't really have memory like I had dolls a lot but I don't know if I was like but it wasn't like like, a thing about you like oh she's gonna be the mommy (laughs) like yes I totally totally get it I enjoy being a mom so much so well that's good what is what would you say like was your perception of motherhood before you became a mom? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's just, I just had my own mom as an example. And she was just like my best friend. I told her everything. I would tell her sometimes like, okay, don't be my mom right now. Like be my friend. And then I would tell her something. Yes, (laughs) I I think it was just the idea of just having a best friend and like someone that you could talk to about anything. Oh, I love that so much. That's such a special relationship. And I'm sure obviously I think your children are still pretty young, but as they grow older, do you hope to maintain a relationship like that with your kids? Definitely. I want to have like a little buddy that I can like take around places and like have chats with and like, yeah, just have fun with. Yes. I love it. So when, when you were now, let's say like deciding to have kids, Mm -hmm. what was your experience? Was it like you kind of decided and you guys got pregnant pretty easy or was it kind of a difficult road? Yeah, we decided to start having kids. And I think it took us like three months, probably of trying. So it was honestly not too hard compared to a lot of people's experiences. Yeah, what a Um, gift. Yeah, I think my hard part is just the pregnancy itself. That's like the thing for me. I'm just sick. And I like I'm in the hospital for like fluids and like, oh my gosh, you have like hyperemesis do you just vomit yeah, oh. yeah. vomiting all that like I lose weight usually the first trimester I usually lose like 10 pounds oh my gosh Marissa I'm like yeah and that then, is no joke yeah it's it's really hard so I guess I get pregnant easy but the pregnancy is not easy oh. at all I can't believe that yeah. so do you do you stay sick past the first trimester or like requiring fluids and everything the whole time um in I, I'd say like the last trimester it's probably not that bad but it's it's still there like I'm still like queasy when I like even think about certain foods so yeah but the moment the baby comes out like I'm I'm like oh I feel great like I'll eat anything like the moment the baby comes out it's great (laughs) you're like instantly (laughs) (laughs) what what is the first thing that you ate after having your baby I'm curious gosh that's a good question um I don't remember. It was just whatever was like in the hospital. I was, it was just like, this is great. This is like, I can eat and not be sick. I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) I love. So you had 
kind of hard pregnancies. That's yeah. that's hard. And I think that's kind of something that gets glorified a lot in social media for sure. Um, and I'm very fortunate in that I have four sisters. So it's like, I'd seen pregnancy, I'd seen all these things, but even my own pregnancy was different than what I had perceived it would be like. Um, and I think, you know, you see all these lovely pictures of pregnancy and, you know, some people will be like, oh yeah, I have morning sickness, but you don't really like understand. Yeah. You know I mean, And you're like thinking like, oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to look so cute. Like, here we go. And then you end up vomiting for six months. You know, I remember I started recording like, oh, I'm going to record like my experience through my pregnancy. And I was just like, I recorded one video and I got so <laughs> sick. Like I recorded one video and I was like, okay, like this is good. Like I'm feeling okay. I remember I was just sitting in my bed. Like I'm feeling okay. Like I feel kind of nauseous, but it's okay. Like I'm doing good. And then after that, it was just like downhill. And <laughs> I didn't record anything. I didn't even like take like professional like maternity photos because I was just so sick like it's so hard how would you say like like mentally walk me through what what it's like for you honestly because I'm sure that's really really hard it's like I it's tough I lay in bed and I'm just like watching Netflix and like I call my parents like so many times every day because I have like nothing else to do with my body because I just like I can't even like pick myself up to like feel like I can walk around because everything makes me nauseous um yeah it's just it's just really hard like I I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter and I'd had my son already I felt like I wasn't like giving him enough time or like spending time with him because I was so sick like it was so hard so here you are you're like here I'm like deadly sick and now I feel mom guilt because I'm not giving attention to my child Like, does that give you, I don't know if you're planning to have more children, but if that is on the horizon at some point, like, is that a point of anxiety for you? Like, do I do two kids and be sick? Yeah, I want want more kids. And that's the thing. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I have to mentally prepare myself for this, but I do want to wait a little bit more time just until they're both a little bit older. Yeah. Because it's, you just have to mentally prepare. It's really tough. I'm sure. I'm sure. And your husband, you said does summer sales. Mm-hmm. Well, on the off season is he a little more available so like can he yeah. kind of be with the kids sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah he can and that's the other thing you have to kind of like plan like okay the time that I'm most sick is he going to be like available and like how does that work with summer sales yeah. yeah summer sales is a lot we've been there too where it's like you're moving every summer trying to like relocate your life and then adding kids into the picture it's tough it's just it's tough totally you, and then, you did that while you had kids too we luckily our last summer was when I was, I got pregnant, like right after. And then we actually decided to kind of change routes once we had a child, but summer sales is not for the faint of heart. It's hard. Yeah. It's tough. (laughs) So hard on that note though. Do you think that you like fall into the monotony of motherhood sometimes? You know what I mean? Like, how do you overcome? Like, okay, we're doing the same thing every single day how do I spice things up a little bit (laughs) honestly like it's going outside like doing something different but like right now it's so hard because yeah I'm like going going outside outside. snowing in April (laughs) yeah like honestly just like going outside having the kids do something different out of a routine um even if that's just like meeting up with a friend or like going to my sister and her husband's place and like just doing something different that we don't usually do 
And like, it might take a while. Like the kids might be cranky and like getting into the car or like they might fall asleep. They might mess up their nap schedule, but like sometimes you just have to do something different. Yeah. And you can do stuff at home too. Like maybe they haven't painted in a while or like, you know, they haven't played a certain, I don't know, like game or something that we, that we play. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. Just like a change of scenery. I think that was something that especially the first time around, I was like, okay, here we are. Like we have all these things we're going to do. And then it was like, I ran out of all the ideas and it was like, oh no, yeah. what are we going to do? And like, you're cranky. This is hard. And I feel like routine is something that's so wonderful, but also so tricky when you're a mom. Yeah. Like just love routine. Yes, they love it and they thrive off of it. Right. But then like, when you go away from the routine for a sec to get a change of scenery, like, and then it backfires, you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you need it. Like mentally, you just, you need that, like break that change. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think also like mentally for the mom, you know what I mean? Just to like have a change of scenery for you even. Yeah. I think at least again, speaking to my own experience, kind of prioritizing myself since becoming a mom has been something that's really hard. It just yeah. has, you know, do you have any tips for like ways you prioritize you time? Bubble baths. <laughs> I think bubble baths. I yeah. haven't done one in a while, honestly, now that I think about it, but today, today is your day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love bubble baths. It's just like after I put the kids to bed and just like listening to some music or like reading a book and, and just relaxing and doing nothing yes yeah I love I love that you have an outlet I think that's so yeah. powerful that was another thing that I struggled with I think was like I know I need me time but what is it that I'm gonna do yeah. you know what was, do, you but, do well honestly I'm still figuring it out I'll be straight <laughs> like I used I used to go to the gym that was my thing you know it was like okay I'll go exercise and then I'll feel great and then yeah trying to work around, you know, kids sleeping schedules or like when my husband needs to leave for school or for work, like it's just so tricky yeah. to find consistency and I work in the mornings. And so it's like yeah. been either 5am or like, you know, doesn't happen, <laughs> but I'm like 5am yeah. is just not going to happen because the baby was up four times. So oh my God. it's definitely been something that I have had to kind of pick a thing here and there that you know it's like okay today I can do this and it'll be great but I want to be better at that I think I love that you actually you're like bubble baths that is my thing <laughs> yes I love bubble baths I like I try to meditate I try to meditate too but I don't know like it's mostly just like I guess deep relaxation because I don't know if I'm really meditating <laughs> but like I'm just I try I love um, it. and the other thing is um I do try to work out. I did a workout this morning, thankfully. Oh, um, you watch like <laughs> watch like YouTube videos, and I just do that for like fifteen minutes if that's like all I can fit in. Because you'll still feel better like yes. than you did before, even if it's like a 10, 15 minute workout, as long as it's intense. So, yes. yeah, I love that tip. Honestly, I should start doing that. Maybe I'll do that after this before my kids get back. <laughs> the channel that I use is Grow with Joe. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't, but I'll look her up. Fun dance videos and stuff. Okay, wait. Actually, that sounds so fun. I love that. <laughs> it goes by super fast. That's nice too. I feel like YouTube workouts can sometimes feel like 
so monotonous yeah. and I'm like yeah. okay, this is taking 45 minutes and it's been five minutes what is happening <laughs> yeah. I just don't feel like that at all okay I'm gonna have to look her up thank you <laughs> um yeah the joys of motherhood oh my heck what let's see what do you think is one of the biggest lessons though that you've learned coming into motherhood what has what's kind of like the thing that has changed the most in you since becoming a mom Mm. Um, I think I've learned that everyone parents differently. Like you won't parent how your parents parented. You won't parent how your Relief Society sisters might parent. You might not parent how your neighbor does, how your sisters do. Like everyone does it differently and you don't really know what anyone's going through. Mm -hmm. So it's important to just kind of like focus on yourself and your kids and like do what you feel is best because everyone's needs are different everyone's kids needs are different so I think that's probably the biggest thing yeah I love that and I think just again kind of with social media like comparison is so so much at the forefront of kind of everything we do because it's like oh even if I'm taking a five second refresh I'm scrolling Instagram I'm like guess what I see some perfect mommy out there while my kids are having a tantrum you know yeah, what I mean? probably like took a picture or a video when like the background was like or like what you couldn't see on camera was like a mess yes. but like everything in the camera looks weird. I try to post Perfectly like clean. what's more what's like happening in like real life but sometimes it doesn't always happen but you also want your feet to look good you know that's the thing and like yeah, it's so hard totally it's where, where it's like such a fine balance but it but it speaks to kind of what you said of like we really don't know what someone is going through and we don't know what they're dealing with and like especially with parenting I feel like a lot of unnecessary judgment comes from a lot of like sources that it should not be coming from that you're just like on social media yes where it's like why do you even have an opinion sister like like, (laughs) someone sees like a lady like putting her baby to bed and like you're not you're not putting the baby to bed properly the baby's not sleeping (laughs) No, but I understand like sometimes it's like you do need to you can give advice or like because you care about the baby's well-being or whatever but sometimes it's just so intense no it does it gets so intense and I think just like you said recognizing that everyone's parenting journey is different and something that I think evolves too you know what I mean like even in adding a second child for us like there have been things we've had to adjust because it's like okay we don't physically and mentally and emotionally have the time to do what we did before and now yeah. we have to evolve and that's like mentally and emotionally draining in its yeah. own way and then add you know outside pressures that just make it like crippling that can be really really frustrating but Sometimes refreshing to hear someone be like yeah we're all yeah. different and here what, we go. You, what you feel is best I feel like the love that you have for the child is gonna give you that push to do what's best for them mm. so yeah yeah I think there was uh actually when I was serving as a missionary there was like a, a motto that we always would use and it was always love is the motive like no matter what you do love is the motive oh. and like that has carried over into so many things in my life of just being like oh yeah like why am I actually doing this is it because I want this is it because I need this is it because my child needs this my spouse needs this like you know it really has allowed me to self-reflect and see am I acting from a place of love or am I acting from you know a different motive and it's really helped me kind of reel in 
sometimes when I'm like, I need that. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm going to remember that. Love is the motto. We can thank my Japanese mission president. <laughs> He's fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's something actually, I just thought about it. Like with how I can tell, like your energy is just so good. Have you like always been that way? Or is that something you've been able to like temper as a mom? Because I feel like we're all guilty of having outbursts at our kids and like losing our lid. Like we can't lie. There are days when you just lose it sometimes. Yeah. But is that something that you've been able to like, I don't know. Do you find you lose your lid or are you able to keep your cool? Like what are your tips? (laughs) I do. Um, I, I think again, like breaking up the monotony is one thing. Um, And I saw a, like a TikTok video or something where a lady was saying, think of this moment, like when you're stressing out with your kids, think of this moment as an opportunity for your like old self in like 60, 50 years, how, however old you are to like, look back and like, come back to this moment. So like, imagine yourself as a seven-year-old woman coming back to this moment of being with your three-year-old or whatever. And this is like the one moment you have. And it's like, oh, like now I can actually like, oh, look how cute he is, even though he's like screaming his head off. You know what I mean? Like, oh, really? I saw someone else say, like, look at their like little hands and imagine how small they are. And like, they're still learning the world. They don't really understand things that much. And so I think I've tried thinking of that. Sometimes I forget about it completely. Oh, but... totally. We're all, we're not perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I still like lose it. I I feel like that's normal. There's just sometimes that you're gonna go crazy. <laughs> it happens. It totally happens. But I love that. I think what like a good image to really kind of pull yourself away from the moment and realize my child is actually so tiny. Like mm-hmm. they are a tiny, tiny human, just trying to like figure out what they're feeling or yeah. like express themselves. And, and sometimes they trick us. Like they're so mature. Like my yes. daughter like one and a half and she's like doing so she's talking like it's weird but like she's still learning the world and yeah still just still figuring things out so yeah no I think that was part with my first child like he was a really early speaker he like he just like was always developmentally a little bit ahead like he was just with it he loved like he was so curious you know what I mean just picking up things so quickly but I think in my brain, like sometimes it made me treat him like he was older than he was. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I was like, I know you understand me, bro. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, you are stinking 18 months old. Like, why <laughs> am I angry at you? Like, <laughs> just in, in retrospect, obviously, you can look back and be like, that was so dumb. What was I thinking and feeling? But to have like a little tip in the back of your head of like, take a sec, like look at their hands. Look how mm-hmm. tiny they are. And I think that would ground me. Yeah. That's it, it helps. It really does. As long as you remember to do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. I go this brain over here because I'm just a mom. I just do you have mom brain. I'm like, yes. I definitely feel bad. like my brain has changed after having kids. I'm like, <laughs> I can't there's even have so a much to remember, honestly. There's yeah. a lot to remember and a lot to do. So yes. Okay. We always- physically like more of a klutz than before like why am I hitting things like I don't like yeah it's weird 
no seriously it's like my brain is just not firing like why am I tripping <laughs> what is happening like mm -hmm. can't keep anything straight anymore or, <laughs> or anything for more than three seconds I'm like if someone texts me I have to respond that instant or it's like seven days <laughs> like yeah, sorry that happens to me too I try to like leave the message like unread Un unread so that it's like a to-do and I'm like okay I haven't like replied to this yet yes that's yeah. smart honestly that's my guilty thing is I like open them and then I'm like oh my goodness it was literally last Saturday that you texted me I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> so bad so bad anyway okay well maybe just to cap it off what yeah. is some advice or just some piece of wisdom that you wish someone had given you when you were starting your motherhood journey um we've kind of covered a lot of things but yeah like as a brand new mom that's just like I'm ready to go like I want to be a mom what would you tell them I would say do what's best for you and your family and your kids but also find something that you have passion for and that drives you so that you feel like you still have a purpose, like you, your purpose as a mom is fulfilled, but you're also doing something that makes you happy. And I think I found that in modeling mm -hmm. and it, I think it just gives me something like even some days when I can go do a shoot and I know that the kids are with my husband or they have a babysitter or something. And like, I just, I come back and I'm like, oh, I feel good now. Like I can, I can do this the rest of the day, you know? So I think just having something that you can like look forward to, if that's work or a hobby or whatever it is like I think that's helped me I I love that I think that's so powerful because kind of to speak to what I said before like I think it's really easy to lose yourself in pregnant or in pregnancy in motherhood in pregnancy in pregnancy. Too, <laughs> like passed out, but <laughs> no to just really lose yourself in in motherhood and to find something that you are passionate about or like something from before you had kids that you know you're passionate about to continue at that thing is just yes. going to make you a better mom. I love that. And with that, you guys, I wish you a happy Tuesday. If you aren't already, follow me along on Instagram at undereducated.pod and you know what to do. Catch us here next week for another episode. Mm -hmm.